Welcome to the Minutes of Faith podcast, where we dive into Scripture and explore amazing things God is doing today. Our aim is for you to receive encouragement and God's direction for you in today's world. Here's your host and author of her latest book, Praying for America and the Army of God, Debbie Jansen. Well, here we are at season four. How wonderful. This season, I've been asked to go through the book I wrote, Praying for America and the Army of God. Now, I'm not sure we can get through all of it, but I'm excited to tell you what has been the most important to me as I write this book and challenge you to pray for America. So today I'm going to talk about why did I write this book, Praying for America and the Army of God. Our scripture for today comes from 2 Chronicles 7.14. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. Now this season is not going to be a commercial, but if you want to enjoy this season to its fullest, you can go to Amazon and order the book, or for a limited time, I have reduced the price on my website at www.debbiejansen.com. I hope you will order the book, Praying for America and the Army of God, so we can find some answers together. Now, I love America, and I feel like America is still a great country, and yet we are suffering. So this season, I will share three things with you. One, why I wrote the book. Two, I'm going to share some of the chapters in the book. And three, I'll share the new plan for my ministry and how we can band together and save America. In April of 2020, I sadly watched the evening news relay all the details as my precious America began to explode. Violent riots, lies, and then personal violence were rampant. For months, I prayed and asked God for understanding from his point of view. America desperately needed a plan, not only for survival, but also for future progress. We needed a new plan and a way to go forward to save our country. I cried when people were killed. I prayed when it was evident that our country was not on the right track and would not recover properly. I made notes and then scratched them out. I worked on plans and then tore them up in desperation. I worried that my beautiful America would never be the same. And then the scripture came to me, if my people will pray. Now, though I had studied the verse many times, this time felt different. It was like a lightning bolt. It was a sign. And I wondered, did anyone else feel the importance of this scripture for a time such as this? 
Now I heard pastors tell us to pray for God to bless the new president. And I dove deep into the question and and did the research on does God bless a government that stands for evil? I heard pastors tell us to look the other way when unscriptural things began to happen. Just go on your merry way and be sure and be at church, they said. I watched as the most positive, encouraging newscaster I knew fell into hopeless desperation as he reported the news. I made notes about what was happening, yet I had no idea what to do with the negative thoughts that played in my head. I talked to friends and saw the deep depression on their faces. I went to church and then felt worse when I left. Everyone wanted to talk about heaven. Surely this had to be the end of times and God was going to come back for us before it got worse. I watched Facebook turn into a hatred-filled tirade about those who were going in the wrong directions. Christians constantly said, well, you just wait. God is going to get them all. He's going to destroy them. Just wait and see what happens when God returns and destroys all the evil people in America. It seemed that love for the unsaved had been lost and everyone just wanted revenge on those who were creating chaos. And then cities burned. Children became targets and were shot and killed. And anyone who dared to be logical or dared to quote facts about their surroundings, they were attacked with a vengeance. The opposing reasons were not important. Ignorance and bullying was the master and Christians, as well as the unsaved, were happy to support the grudges that abounded. Oh. I cried out to God, they don't see what you're showing me, God. Please help us. Please help me to be able to communicate a prayer system that supports everyone. Please, God, show me what to do. Now, I have to admit to you that I went through my own depression and worry about the bullies that might attack me when I told the truth. And I begged God to protect and bless my family, but the fears within my head continued. I believe Satan was doing his best to keep me from being willing to follow the prompts of the Holy Spirit. When I talked with my family and friends about what I was what was going on in my head, they were supportive and yet it was obvious that many of them were not seeing what I saw. They just wanted to ignore it. Just, I'm tired of it. Let me go. Let me go on vacation. Let me do something else. Even now, I believe that God is showing me a plan that unfortunately will take a lot of long, meticulous, and strong teaching to share. But I believe that the plan is from God. It wasn't until August 1st, 2020 that I woke up early in the morning and felt God whisper in my ear, Debbie, it's time. I jumped out of bed, threw on some clothes and rushed to the computer. To say that this book came from God is an understatement for me. I I wish personally 
that I could have listed God as the author. I love to write and I've been in the business for over 15 years. However, I do not believe that the best information in this book would have ever been written with just my intelligence or talent. You see, there were times I went back to edit a portion of the book and I was positive that I didn't write that portion. I spent hours looking at my research, wondering if I had quoted someone else without marking it properly. And then tears would stream down my face when I realized that it must have been God speaking through my fingers. I didn't remember writing it, and yet there it was, with passion and with clarity. Yeah, it had to be God that helped me write a 400-page book in only 30 days. I worked 12 to 16 hours a day typing as fast as I could. God made it possible then for Susan King to edit the book. Now, she is a wonderful editor, and she worked tirelessly to make the book what it is today. I am still amazed that she signed on to the project. She was the editor for The Upper Room for over 20 years. She's a wonderful person with an amazing talent and the ability to make a transcript sing. It was a blessing from God to have her help with the book. Thank you so much, Susan, for making this book as wonderful as it is. The focus of every chapter, as far as I saw it, was to highlight a part of America and to discuss how we could pray for that area and the people within and cause change. Each chapter contains scriptures to study, encouragement, questions, and a prayer. Now that's how the book came together, and I am more encouraged about our country and our future than I've ever been in my life. But today, to end our program, let me leave you with a little something from the first part of the book. I titled page 22 and 23, The Army of God Manual. Now, the army of God is just another term that a lot of people have used for the body of Christ. And there's many times in the Bible that we are referred to as soldiers of the cross, the body of Christ, or the army of God. So here's what I wrote. When Jesus began his ministry, some thought he came to cause a revolution and take over the Roman government. Instead of physical fighting, Jesus taught, I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. And that's in Luke 6, 27 and 28. So rather than drawing a physical sword, we, like Jesus, should turn our attention to the real cause of evil. Our enemy is not the person who has given in to evil acts, but rather our enemy is Satan, whom that person has allowed to take over their thoughts and their lives. That's why Paul wrote, Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realm. Ephesians 6.12 
This book is designed to help the army of God or the body of Christ become the strongest it can be so that our prayers are powerful. It is my hope that each of us will build our spiritual muscles so we can fight against the war that invades our thinking. We must join the unseen war that rages against the evil powers of the spiritual world. Now, the weapons we use come from God. The Bible is our constant source of instruction on how to live a life that has impact. We grow with sustenance from the meat and the milk of the word. Christian songs help us march even when we are exhausted. When we are frightened, sick, or worried, we call on the blood that flows from Calvary to cover and protect us. When we need comfort and peace, we call on the Holy Spirit. When we are lonely, we engage in spiritual fellowship. God is our never-failing friend. When we need power and strength, we have the passion of Christ. And when we need vision, Jesus says, Join me and we will change the world. When Satan knocks on our door, our battle cry should be, I am a child of God, made in his image, redeemed by his love, accepted into his family, adorned with his crest, enlarged by his power, and heir to his throne, protected by his angels, covered with his blood, guided by his will, united in his passion and victorious by all the power of God our Father, Satan, I am your worst nightmare. Get out of my life. You say that and you will make progress. You see, Jesus needs you. God is waiting on your response. There is a lot of work to be done to follow the will of God, but it will take all of us working together as we call on God for guidance and help. Please join me and let's see what God can do with and for those who pray. Dear Jesus, be with my listeners today and give them your glorious encouragement in the same way you have encouraged me. Help them to see through the darkness that seems to cover our land and instead see the glory that can be America's future if we turn to you. Give them enough faith to trust in you. Give them enough peace to get through each day and enough love to pass pass on your wonderful saving grace. We ask this in your precious holy name. Amen. If you're looking for more encouragement and guidance, claim your copy today of Praying for America and the Army of God by Debbie Jansen. It's available on Amazon.com or visit DebbieJansen.com. Get your copy today.